Welcome to Ask the Chief Information Officer on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Now your host, Jason Miller. My guests today are Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. Laverne, Todd, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Jason. So today we're talking about a new survey from Grant Thornton and the TBM Council with CIOs. And what's interesting about this survey is it's not just federal CIOs. It's, it's I think, national CIOs, so public and private sector CIOs. And we're going to do some focusing on that, but also some focusing on the federal government. So let me just start with Laverne, since Grant Thornton was the really the power, the, the influence behind this survey. Just give, give me the basics of the survey, who you talked to, and, and a little bit about how the survey was put together. Well, you know, the survey was really put together to take a point of view of the CIO and see, take a pulse and see where they are today. You know, many of the CIOs are moving from uh, being sort of the the back office leader to really becoming the trusted partner of the business in general. And so we really wanted to understand that and we wanted an updated view. We also wanted to understand it across the entire terrain of where the CIOs have to to work. That includes the commercial sector as well as the public sector. And so this particular survey goes across both of those and allowed us to really understand what was happening in the public sector, but also what was happening in the finance industries, um, general technology industry, healthcare, and life sciences, and gave us a viewpoint of what's really important to them today. And I think that's uh, important because what we're seeing across not just the federal government, but I think across the, the technology sector itself, is a different role for CIOs. And, and I know you mentioned uh, moving from the back office leader to the trusted partner. And, and so let's start there. Is, is that what stood out to you the most from the survey? Discuss some of the, 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 the results. Well, one of the things we know, and especially working with the TBM Council, there's a real need for the CIO to be able to demonstrate the value of what IT really brings to the business and to be able to quantify that in a way that those folks that lead from a financial perspective can really understand the impact of the investments they make in IT. And that has not always been the case. And one of the things that we found is that that CIO role really is evolving from being a cost center to a trust center because of the needs of security, because of the needs around data usage, because of where everyone wants to go. And as we all know, technology has become more and more important in our lives. We know for sure one thing, that is we'll be able to use it more and more in the future. So the CIO now is shifting priorities to meet emerging needs and addressing a lot of critical gaps. They are investing in automation, they're increasing their investment in cyber, which we all know cybersecurity is so critical. But they're also driving data decisions. And as we talk about data and privacy and use of data, we also know that with the advent of 5G, the use of data is going to be incredibly fast. And the question is, what do we do with the data we have? How do we best use it for the benefit to meet our missions? And ultimately, what will be the answer for that is going to sit in with the CIO. And so many of them are transforming through the use of AI, and they want to understand how to do that effectively and how, frankly, they're going to be successful. And that's a big worry right now across all sectors, especially in the public sector. So Todd, I, jump I, in. The things that Laverne 
mentioned there show, uh, I think, how CIOs are pulled in two directions. And uh, on one hand, they're expected to keep the lights on and uh, do that more cost-effectively than ever before, more securely than ever before. But on the other hand, they're expected to drive uh, business outcomes and value, um, value for taxpayers, value for other constituents. And that's that's tough. You know, it's tougher than it ever was before. So they're trying to find ways to understand where their resources are spent. Um, are they being spent wisely? Are they achieving those outcomes? Can they communicate how they're achieving those outcomes? It's a very tough situation to be in today as a CIO. It's probably the, the you know most challenging time in a CIO's career today. Now, I find that a little uh, interesting that you say that's the most challenging time in the career. The way Laverne described it, I would say it's the best time to be a CIO because there is that recognition of the business partner, of the bringing of the trusted partner, yep. where, and, and Laverne, maybe you could jump in here because you have a long history of being a CIO. If you look at the CIO's role 10 years ago, if you look at the CIO's role 15 years ago, they were looked at that person who said, hey, my BlackBerry is broken, fix my BlackBerry, or wow, my email's not working, why isn't my email working? They're not looked at that anymore. So, so I would think it's, it's the best of times and the worst of times. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, for so long, many CIOs wanted to be seen as the co-creator with the rest of the C-suite or as the change instigator, right? The person that was helping the organization to achieve growth, but instead they were looked at as a trusted operator, you know, keep the lights on, keep the data center running. And many CIOs, including myself, really saw themselves as being core to the business and part of the business and helping the business and growth. And so what has happened here is not only a recognition that that's required, but it's an add-on to all the other things that are required. And what we know is in technology, things have become much, much more complex than ever. Um, people are moving aggressively to the cloud, but they're also moving aggressively to leveraging machine learning and AI to be able to get better insight. And so it's requiring the CIO to become a very well-rounded executive, mm -hmm. um, but also it's requiring the other in the executive suite to recognize the importance of that role and the importance of that leader in that role and how they need to be supported in order to really be effective for that business. Todd, jump in for a second as well, because one of the reasons why the CIOs are going through this transformation is both data, but it's also this idea of understanding where their costs are and how to reduce costs or how to get more out of the money they're spending. And, and obviously, that's where the TBM, Technology Business Management Standards, come in. What did you get kind of when you looked at the survey results? What, what stood out to you? One of the, uh, the things that stood out was if you look at uh, one of the survey questions asked about how... Uh, the business uh, partners evaluate the contribution of IT, and the top of that was, uh, in terms of ranking, was delivering cost reduction. Uh, yet how CIOs measure the impact to the business is on more strategic priorities, how they're executing against those. Uh, so I think that represents a bit of a you know divergence in 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 thinking, and it represents that that challenge that we're talking about, where that CIO does have to be very well rounded, has to achieve on the one hand the efficiency, the service delivery quality, the execution against very complex, uh, sometimes long term projects, uh, do all those things while 
understanding the business and delivering on uh, those those business or agency outcomes. And why do you think that there is still this disconnect between the non-CIOs who are saying deliver cost reduction and the CIOs, which is more about measuring impact of strategic priorities? Because I think when you talk to CFOs and, and people who run acquisition and people who run human capital, they'll tell you they can't do their job without the IT. At the end of the day, people always want to compartmentalize anything into um, portions that make sense to them. And, uh, you know, what CIOs know is they have a divergence of constituencies that they have to really support. And they have to communicate in a way that business partners truly understand what they're trying to achieve. Um, Sometimes that's not always the case. And so, you know, if I only understand things in dollars and cents, then it behooves the CIO to be able to really talk about the value-driven, their speed to value in the items and the solutions that they put in place, and how to articulate that in a way that those folks that are financially minded can understand. In addition, though, they also have to be able to help the business adopt and adapt new solutions much easier. And and that's usually the hardest thing because people will ask for the newest thing, but the question is, how are they using it? Are they getting the full value out of it? Because some of the value does not just come from what the CIO does. A lot of the value comes from how the partners use the application and do they actually achieve the productivity goals that they have or are they actually changing whatever their mission or expectation of that agency is? Are they actually achieving that goal? And that ultimately is what drives the value as well. So it's not just the dollars and cents of what was spent. It's the dollars and cents of what was achieved. Yeah, that, that that's spot on. And I think being able to show that financial management maturity for a lot of organizations that is, you know, food and shelter, so to speak, for CIOs, they have to be able to show that so that they can have those, you know, conversations about value. And that provides that foundation for showing how what IT is doing aligns to those outcomes. Without having that foundation, it's very difficult to show that, yes, we're spending money and, quite frankly, precious talent and resources on the right things. And I think we're going to jump into some of those, what what those right things are and how to overcome some of those challenges in a second. Uh, So I want to go uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll jump into some more of the uh, survey results. My guests today are Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guests today are at Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. Today, we're talking about the survey, a new survey of the of CIOs as trusted partners. It's the 2019 CIO survey from Grant Thornton and the TBM Council, uh, looking at both public and private sector CIOs. Laverne, I started the discussion off today asking about the survey and, and a little bit of the background, and then I asked you kind of what stood out to you. you. You talked about the trusted partner side. What else stood out to you? Was there anything else that maybe even surprised you from what the CIOs told you? Even as we recognize that the role is shifting and the recognition of the business IT is becoming more predominant, 67% of CIOs still felt that the top factor that of their performance was based on the ability to cut costs. 
And and that's so interesting given the center stage of technology. This outranks successful execution, improving project and service delivery, even their ability to thwart cyber threats. And so that's very telling. And and you know, people will do what's measured. And I don't think that's the intent. I think the intent is with the amount of assets that now go toward technology, ensuring that there is a process and a capability to have management of it is what's important. And, and, and so, you know, maybe it's not just about cutting costs. What it is about is efficiently using assets, as um, Todd mentioned earlier. And, you know, especially in the public sector, because in the public sector it was interesting um, from the CIOs that lead many of our agencies their biggest number one challenge was really the fact that they don't have a lot of time to think strategically. And they're sort of caught in a tactical malaise of just getting done what they can. And they understand the need to be able to think about technology in a strategic manner will give you a better long-term outcome. Um, They also had challenges around aligning IT with the business's goals because sometimes the goals weren't always as evident, or as we know, with changes from administration to administration, aligning to the right goals was not always as easy as it seemed. They really do want to focus on articulating the value of their spend and doing that in a very seamless manner and transparent manner was very important to them, but a real challenge. And then they also wanted to to deal with the fact that they have a lot of resistance many times from their stakeholders to the changes that great systems will get you, which at times means they need to cut off systems, eliminate old systems, and modernize. And that means change the process. And many stakeholders don't always sign up for that part. You know, yeah, we love change, but change the other person first, right? And then ultimately is educating the stakeholders on what the true investment must be for modernization. You know, the costs are large, and many of these systems are very large, and they're very impactful. And it can be very, very scary to step up to the challenge of modernization, but everyone understands in order to have the best use of the taxpayer's dollar, in order to really ensure the mission of the agency, they are going to have to modernize these systems, and they're going to have to be able to talk in dollars and cents and also in process change to the value that they can create. So in the public sector, you know, that's really what the critical challenges surround. And at the end of the day, uh, needing that time to be able to drive the best solutions and make sure that they level set all the stakeholders, you know, everyone on the mission, and and make sure they have the resources to enable these capabilities are, are key to the public sector CIO. And Todd as well, anything kind of, when when you look at some of the other results, did anything else surprise you or stand out to you? I'll kind of layer on to what Laverne just said. I think all these opportunities that CIOs have around modernizing, rationalizing, et cetera, to improve value, what they're seeking to do that are the facts they need to make the right decisions. And so we were interested in 
participating in the survey, not just because of the strength of the survey in uh, in, in past years, but also the, the brand that uh, Grant Thornton brings to this, the community that they have of, of clients, to, to intermingle that with th- those of our community who are practicing TBM and see where that intersection is. And I think that intersection is around how do they use the transparency afforded by TBM to enable these decisions. We're certainly seeing this in federal. If you look at, for example, the U.S. Department of Education with what Jason Gray is doing there with the transparency that he is creating, it is all about looking at systems for opportunities to consolidate, to rationalize, to modernize, to even he's looking at where he can automate uh, business processes so he can make the business processes more efficient and reliable and secure and so on. So he's looking beyond just the systems themselves at those types of, of opportunities. And I think that's where the, you know, the opportunity for TBM is uh, with the federal CIOs is to, to identify and then execute those types of, of opportunities. And I think both of you bring up very interesting points regarding both the challenges and, and, and the opportunities. And maybe let me go back to Laverne. Todd brought up Jason Gray over at, over at the education department. A lot of CIOs face these challenges that you went through earlier. And, you know, the execution strategy, the improved ability to innovate, you know, they, they think about how do they deal with all the different things. When you look through those five challenges that were laid out, from a put on your federal CIO hat from your time at the Veterans Affairs Department, how do you begin to overcome some of those big challenges? One of the things, you know, I always say is that the CIO job is one of the toughest roles in any organization. I, I think when you think about the change that occurs in technology daily, they're dealing with changes that they don't even know are coming. And so what you have to do is you have to take small bites. I I, I tell folks that the best thing you can do is understand what your key priorities are and what the mission is and ensure that you're making progress toward achieving that mission on a daily basis. But you also want to make sure that you're, you're, you're chunking it out in a way that you can successfully figure out how to make that work. If you look at it on a very large, large basis and try to take, it's like taking a big bite out of pizza, it just doesn't go down real well, right? And so you really need to figure out, you know, what's digestible chunks, what leads to success, how do you manage and evaluate and keep things on a successful path, and ultimately, how do you communicate with all of your stakeholders so that they can support you? and also understand what you're trying to achieve. The One of the core issues for the CIO is making sure that people understand what they're trying to do and that communication really works in their best interest in supporting the kinds of goals that they're set forward. This is what really is allowing them to move from being a cost center to a trust center. The more that they're able to communicate and share and, and really let people understand what the vision is and what their uh, expectations are. And when they hit a goal, making sure people know it, and when they're not going to, making sure they know it well in advance, are the key things that lead to becoming a trust center. And so that's really core. You know, there's always a lot of big problems. I wish there were small ones, but there's always a lot of big ones. You've got to prioritize them, and then you've got to be willing to break them down into bite-sized pieces 
that you can explain and also that you can set up goals and achieve again. Let me go one step further because the way you talk about it makes it sound so easy, but let's just take your experience at the Veterans Affairs Department. Your overarching goal, right, was to improve services to veterans, and, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong uh, on that, if there was something bigger or, or more specific. And then you had all these ongoing programs that, that you had to deal with that some were in better shape than others. Plus, you had new legislation that Congress was passing. So the priorities are coming at you at 1,000 miles an hour. Give me a sense of how you did it, because I think a lot of CIOs face very similar challenges, maybe not as big as VA, but the, the same types of, I have 101 priorities, and then 102, 103, 104 are coming very quickly behind that. The person that's in this role generally is going to be the kind of person that can think through a lot of conflicting sometimes constituencies. And um, the VA or J&J or Dell were no different. And so what it really requires is that you understand what's core, right? And the mission to serve the veteran or the mission to serve the billion people we served every day at J&J or, you know, enabling our technology to work at Dell required that I understood what were the base level items that had to occur every day to make sure that at a minimum we met that mission. And that was always primary. So that one of those things is keeping the systems healthy, right? Keeping your cybersecurity on point so that the systems that were there to serve those veterans in the hospitals, um, and that the limb systems, all those things were working so that they can get the support they need in healthcare, but also so they can get their checks and claims and also so they can, you know, at the very end of life, be treated in the most respectful manner. And so, you you, you know, the, the basics around the service and the service management to enable that were core. And the core things, you always want to make sure have their care and feeding. But then there are the new things that you know to replace where you have weaknesses in your core. And that's how you really have to look at it. What are the things that are really going to support any weaknesses in that core to meeting that ultimate mission? And then you just prioritize. But, you know, many times it will feel like you're drinking from a fire hose. And um, we all know you can't drink from a fire hose. You will drown. But what you can do is figure out where the fires are and put those out and make sure that you're putting in the right processes to ensure no other fires begin. And then you continue just to chunk it out. You know, no per no person has the magic wand to solve all things um, and, and meet all people's needs overnight. But what they have to know is that you're doing the right things, that you're consistent in trying to do the right things, and that you're consistent in making sure that everyone in all the constituencies know why you're doing what you're doing, what's important, and frankly, how can they help? All right, Todd, she's setting you up for the perfect question after the break when we talk about where TBM can help figuring out where how to keep your core healthy and then move on from your core. So we're going to leave you, our audience with a little bit of a cliffhanger, take a quick break. When we come back, Todd will tell us how to do that. My guests today are Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. I'm your host, Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, 
the general manager and vice president of the TBM Council. Today, we're talking about the 2019 CIO survey from Grant Thornton and the TBM Council that will talk to CIOs both in the public and private sector. Todd, right before break, Laverne brought up this idea of how to deal with all all the 101 priorities and the ever-growing numbers of priorities. And she made a comment about you got to keep your core healthy, and then you kind of modernize when you see things that are unhealthy. I feel like it's my trainer telling me to work my core here. But uh, so let's talk about what the survey results found about TBM, because one of the big benefits I think people are starting to see with TBM, the Technology Business Management Standards, is understanding where your spend is, so where the health is, and then how to create more value, how how to continue along. So start with some of the results that came from the survey around TBM, then we'll talk about improving federal agencies or, or organizations, the core of their IT infrastructure. The key findings around what benefits CIOs expect from TBM, top of that list was shifting spending uh, to innovation and growth. And this is a very common goal that uh, CIOs have for this, that they want to understand where there's opportunities to reduce costs, to improve service health, all those things but really shift investment and and spending both on the the new projects, the new investments, as well as just the ongoing uh, cost of running the business or keeping the lights on, but shift more of that to innovation and uh, new outcomes or better outcomes for the business. And so this is, I think, a mantra that many CIOs have when they engage in TBM is, is using that transparency to make those types of decisions. And, you know, we do find that, uh, you know, of, of those benefits, that a lot of times that cost reduction goal, which was second in, in the list cited by CIOs, uh, cost reduction is one of the ways of achieving that. In other words, saving money to spend money in other areas. And so that becomes, uh, again, a common uh, goal and uh, tactic that CIOs employ with TBM to achieve uh, the innovation and the growth. It is challenging when we talk to federal CIOs and uh, their teams. You know, one of the challenges is it's not as easy to repurpose funds that have been dedicated for one purpose. But we do find that there are vehicles in place now to help with that, such as the Modernizing Government Technology Act funds, uh, the MGT funds. There are other ways that uh, agencies can go about doing that. So there are ways to, to sort of save to spend, if you will, and make that a reality. But it is a bigger challenge in uh, the federal government. There are also things that uh, are being put in place to help agencies uh, adopt things like cloud to improve the cost efficiency of infrastructure services and uh, many software services that, that the agencies depend on. There's obviously goals around data center consolidation and things of that nature that help with that goal of both cost reduction and shifting money to innovation and growth. I think all these are things that have to be employed. Third on the list for the benefits expected by CIOs was simply shifting the conversation or improving the conversations that they have with their business partners. And again, this is a very common theme that we hear. And so for federal CIOs, it's being able to have conversations with their agency business partners, their counterparts, maybe other stakeholders and constituencies about what outcomes they're driving and being able to show how they have aligned the resources of their organization 
to achieve those ends, and that becomes very clear with, uh, with with TBM. So I think those are the top three benefits expected, the shifting spending to innovation or growth, cost reduction, improving the conversations with their business partners, and all three of these I think have been consistent since we've been really talking about TBM with, with CIOs. Todd, you bring up a, a, a couple interesting uh, things here, uh, shifting the, the conversation as, as a big benefit of TBM. And that goes back to the very beginning of our conversation as CIO is now being seen as a trusted partner instead of a back office partner. When we talk about that core, just how does TBM kind of help CIOs, whether federal or, or private sector CIOs, get to that core so they can have those bigger conversations that lead to innovation and lead to cost savings? How does TBM kind of help them understand what's happening kind of at that you know chewy, gooey middle? As CIOs start to demonstrate that they're using the funds efficiently and effectively, that they're you know executing on all cylinders, so to speak, and they can show that, that helps them have different conversations just on its own because it allows them to get out of the conversation about cost and you know how do we compare to maybe public cloud services or how do we compare to other alternatives why is it so expensive those kind of common uh complaints that that cios hear it allows them to move past those and so that alone is is a, a big improvement secondly though it also helps them understand and make the the business case very easily for improving that core you know it makes things transparent about where money and resources can be spent to improve service delivery and other outcomes, uh, even before we're talking about maybe the more uh, innovative and growth aspects of, of their portfolio. So, you know, secondly, it's really just about improving that core because they have the transparency to, to make the business cases that are necessary. So once you do that, you have that sort of I always use the words, uh, you know, food and shelter. You've established food and shelter. You can move on to the higher value conversations that are really important because that's where you're going to make the difference. I think Todd's point is is very important for laying out that baseline understanding of the what we like to call the business of IT, right? Because when you think about what a CIO has responsibility for, you have to run that much like you do a business. You know, you have resources coming in in order to create some level of productivity coming out. And so the more that the CIO can show that they clearly have an understanding of their inputs and their outputs and what they can adjust to achieve key goals, the more respect, frankly, they receive from their peers in engaging and making decisions that one, they may or may not have been involved with before. It is really a critical goal that the CIO really can share with folks what really is happening in their environment and that they have an understanding of what those trade-offs are, but also that they have an understanding of those baseline costs, which frankly tend to eat up most of the budget of most CIOs because those systems have to be maintained regardless of how much new you have. You still have old. You still have legacy. And so how are they dealing with that? What's their strategy for dealing with that? And ultimately, how are they going to engage the new new on behalf of the mission of the agency? So, you know, it is a whole picture. And that means that they really have to think about what they do, not in tactical lines, but in business 
enablement lines and that IT itself has to run like any other operation and they need to understand the cost of those operations and what investments they need to keep those operations healthy. Laverne, also talk a little bit about your experience, again, go back to VA and how you created that conversation with the business folks, how you went about making sure they understood that the the cost of of IT was not only worth it, but worth continuing the investment in it. What tactics or opportunities did you use? It's it's an interesting question because I probably have been doing this for a a lot of years now. And I always remind people that, um, you know, when you do tech inside of a technical company, it was really important that you show value. So if I can, I'll go back to even Dell. You know, for every dollar you were spending with my team, I could tell Dell how many dollars they were making. We literally had systems that would allow us to do that down to the dollar. And the reason was because we were really fighting for a finite set of dollars to invest. And even amongst the various IT groups, and I had worldwide operations, so that would have been manufacturing. When you start looking at the other groups who might have wanted the money, you had to have an ability to tell someone, you know, but if you give me that dollar, I can give you $5 back. And I can show you how we do it. The same thing can be said when you think about enabling the mission of supporting our veterans. Where is the best place to place the dollars that have been given to the IT organization to enable the kinds of services they need? The best way to do that is with the business partners and do it hand in hand. And frankly, um, for my time at the VA, the business partners were core to that. Um, everybody bought in on the ultimate mission. Everyone who wants to do great at that agency wants to do great on behalf of the veteran um, at that agency. And so it's a real opportunity to partner. It's a real opportunity to, to really leverage the assets shared with you by the public on behalf of the veteran to do as much as you can with it. And And so by really partnering, by really understanding what was the mission and by making sure that we were supporting the mission arm in arm with the business partner, you always sort of had that that alignment and agreement. And it became less of a um, IT over here and business partner over there. It was an us kind of situation. And um, because of the nature of the mission, uh, um, it would probably still be that way. All right, very nice. I appreciate you sharing that because it's it's the, probably the toughest thing that CIOs face is that how to bring that business person closer to them or they can get closer to the business side of it and how can they can march kind of down the same path. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up our conversation about this uh, 2019 survey. My guests today are Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guests today are Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton, and Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. Today for this program, we're talking about the 2019 CIO survey that Grant Thornton and the TBM Council did with both public and private sector CIOs. One of the things that we've talked about throughout this is kind of the impact that federal CIOs and federal executives can pull from this and how how this kind of relates back to what we're seeing in the federal government today. So I'm just going to start there and, and ask Laverne, 
from if I if you're a federal CIO, which you were, but if you were are today, what would you take from this survey? What are some of the big takeaways that you should learn or could help you kind of with your job as you move forward? And looking at the survey results, we didn't really break it down into minute amounts for public sector and commercial because we found they were wrestling with many of the same issues. But what we did find, as I mentioned earlier, is that the public sector CIOs really felt that they just did not have enough time to do the strategic thinking necessary to lay the groundwork for what will be needed in the future. And that is primarily driven by modernization, which many times says, what do I need to do here and now to upgrade versus what do I need to be prepared to do in the year 2030? And that is a real luxury for the public sector CIO, um, to be able to think about that and to be able to lay out a plan for that. Not all CIOs within the public sector are appointees. They are permanent living individuals trying to drive the mission of those agencies every single day. And so what they really are saying is that, you know, they would like more time to be able to think about the things strategically to enable the new new in the time frame that they have. And they also want to be able to ensure that IT is aligning to those overall goals. So it's really important to them that they understand what the business is looking to achieve and that they're able to adjust IT to make those achievements real and, and make sure that they're articulating the spin to all the key stakeholders. It hasn't really changed much from what the commercial stakeholder is doing. However, the public stakeholder really has a mounting necessity around what they do with their technology and the need and urgency of change is here. So getting the resources, be those financial as well as people, to drive the kinds of change, making sure that change stays aligned to the ultimate mission of that agency, and then ultimately being able to educate all of the stakeholders on what that investment was, why it was the best investment made, and ultimately what was achieved through it is core in the public sector. Laverne, do you think that there's some solace that when a federal CIO reads this, these results, they can take into account that, look, I'm not alone, that my problems are not just my problems, but everybody across the CIO community has similar problems? Yes, I think it was really important. And one of the reasons that we did this particular survey, which makes it unique among surveys, because it looks across the commercial and the federal sector, is for that very reason. The CIOs are all facing the same issues. It really has not differentiated itself based on where they are located. What differentiates might be how they handle certain costs or if they have a capital budget or how they deal with depreciation. But the issues of technology, the issues of aligning with their business partners, the issue of being able to predict and show value for the things that they do are all the same. And Todd, jump back in here as well to the conversation because I want to get your take on what do you think some of the big takeaways for the federal CIOs, federal executives from this survey regarding whether it's TBM or more broadly, because I know that there's a push from the Office of Management and Budget for agencies really to implement TBM. They're on a deadline of, I think, 2020. So th there's a lot there, but, but at the same time, yeah. you know, this survey doesn't necessarily talk about implementation of TBM, just 
the benefits and the, the hope from TBM standards? From conversations that I have with federal CIOs and, and other practitioners, and I think one of the key challenges that we see related to TBM, but I think it relates to so much else what uh, CIOs are doing, is this perception that it's about compliance. And I think the really savvy CIOs uh, that we work with, they understand that while there is a perceived mandate, and I'd say it's perceived, uh, they're mandated to implement TBM, it's more about the value that they can create and how they use TBM to accelerate these other priorities. Um, the transparency that you're really seeking with, with TBM or any methodology, any tool set, et cetera, is um, used to make decisions. It's not about reporting to the OMB. It's not about your annual budget submission. I know those are things that have to be done, but if you talk to, again, the Jason Grays and others who have had success and they're, you know, they're still on this journey, but they've had successes, they don't see it as a, as a, uh, a reporting tool for OMB or for their budget. They see it as a way to make the better decisions. And I think by looking at it that way, they can start to be more strategic because they can make decisions faster. They can align these other priorities, whether it is data center optimization or it's cloud adoption or it's IT modernization and cybersecurity. They can link all of those to other agency-specific priorities, um, things that serve the mission or the missions of uh, of those agencies. I think I think that's what's really crucial here is how are you making decisions, not are you doing this so that you can, you know, check some box that, uh, you, you know, you perceive as a man. As you talk to CIOs, it's not just you guys promoting it, but there's a kind of this this reception of, of public and private sector CIOs who see kind of the future of, of how to deliver IT and, and explain IT in a different way. And that's it goes back to, again, the very first thing that Laverne said was being a trusted partner instead of a back office partner. Yeah, I, I do. And I think it just it links to this reality that more and more of what a business is, is powered by technology, right? More automation, more AI, more, you know, technology underpinning uh, everything, making people more product productive, serving, you know, again, the, the mission and, and other outcomes. As a result of that, it's just more and more imperative that not only CIOs, but CFOs, human capital officers, you know, acquisition officers, et cetera, they all need to have transparency into how that technology is deployed to create value. And regardless of anything called TBM or any other standard or, or framework or mandate that's out there, that reality exists and it's not going away. It's only going to get more pervasive. All right. Very good. On that note, um, let me let me thank my guests. This has been, just been a fascinating conversation. Uh, uh, first of all, Laverne Council, the National Managing Principal for Enterprise Technology Strategy and Innovation Practice at Grant Thornton. Laverne, always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for your time today. It's been my pleasure. And Todd Tucker, the General Manager and Vice President of the TBM Council. Todd, thank you as well for coming back on the show. All right. Thanks, Jason. And uh, it's been a real pleasure as well. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to a special edition of Ask the CIO on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. You've been listening to Ask the Chief Information Officer on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Tune in Thursday mornings at 10 or subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One. 